Praise the Lord. There we go. Thank God for his goodness to us. I got up this morning and said, this is the day that the Lord has made, and it looks like he did another good job. I want to talk to you just a few moments this morning in our Just a Thought on just pay the ransom. Just pay the ransom. Uh, I was joking with Nick before service that we don't negotiate with terrorists, just go ahead and pay the ransom. <laughs> and he told me that's not the way that works. <laughs> that's not what that means. But let's look at the scripture, Matthew 20 and 28. It's also found in Mark 10 and 45. Even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister and to give his life a ransom for many. So in, in case you may miss last week, Regina talked about healing, and this uh, session, our small groups are on healing, so she was tying in there. I'm going to go back a little bit and talk about the Redeemer. He ransomed us. He bought us back. And so I want to do this with a very simple story that I learned in Sunday school Oh, way more than 60 years ago. And since it's been so long, I may not remember all of the minute details, so please cut me a little slack on this one. But I want to tell you a story, and uh, it was a story of a boy who went into... And there he found all these different tools and uh, took them, the, the chisels, the uh, saws, hammers, the paints and paintbrushes. And he, in his, uh, you know, and, and kids can sometimes do things because they've got the time and, and they can take the effort and and if you ever taught fifth grade, you know that you need to be an expert in everything if you are in a fifth grade teacher. There's someone in the class who knows all about rocks and someone else who knows all about dinosaurs and someone who is so uh, meticulous about the weather. So little boys can do things uh, many times. And, and so he made himself a model ship a boat that he uh, could make, and, and uh, this is not the picture of it, but it's a representation. And he liked to, not only he, did he make the boat, but he made it not just for display, but he made it to use. It was a boat that he could take out and take to the stream, and, and there he could sail the boat. And 
maybe uh, use a, a, a stick or a limb and, and, and guide it along. And, and just as boys will do, just play with the boat at the water. But one day, for some reason, the boat seemed to get away from him and it got out of his reach and it got pulled into the current and and before he knew what was happening the boat was in a faster part of the stream and and away it went through places that he he just couldn't catch up with it and so he lost his boat so many hours he had spent working on that boat getting it just right so many more hours he had spent in, in enjoyment of that boat, but now it was gone. It had been taken from him by the forces of nature. One day he was downtown, and he happened to be passing by a thrift shop, a secondhand store. And there in the window of that thrift shop, on display with a price tag marked on it, was his boat. Someone had found it. And someone, whoever found it, however many trades were involved, it wound up in the second-hand store. It wound up in the thrift shop with a price on it, somebody was willing, the proprietor of the store, consignment, whatever it was, was willing to sell the boat for this price. The little boy noticed the price and rushed home, got a hammer, one of those that he had used to make the boat, got his piggy bank and broke it, got his coins together, ran back downtown and ran into the store and purchased the boat. And as he walked out of the store holding the boat close, he said, you are mine. You are mine because I made you. And you are mine because I bought you. And 1 Timothy 2, 5 and 6 tells us that we're talking about the man, Christ Jesus, who gave himself a ransom for all. And when the Lord saw us in the second-hand store, he decided, I'll just pay the ransom. And that's just a thought. Aren't you glad?